from our international news desk of Farming Portal, Agri Newsnet and Red De Noticias Agricolas we created this audiocast. The Myth of U.S. Energy Independence The Russia-Ukraine crisis has exposed vulnerabilities in U.S. energy security. The U.S. may import only a small amount of Russian oil, but it is tied to Russian energy via its participation in highly globalized supply chains. The world is feeling the economic and energy impacts of the Russian invasion into Ukraine. In the EU, energy security, or the ability to meet final energy demand from reliable sources, has decreased dramatically. The EU's dependence on Russian energy was increasing right up to the invasion in late February 2022. In 2021, the region imported 40% of its natural gas and 25% of its oil, crude and petroleum, from Russia. The Nord Stream 2 pipeline, now stalled, would have increased natural gas capacity from Russia by 55 billion M3 or 14% of 2021 gas demand in the region. For months prior to the invasion, Vladimir Putin had manipulated natural gas markets, stoking fears of a hard winter in Europe, where nearly 40% of residential heating demand is met using natural gas. In the US, the Russian invasion has exacerbated increasing gasoline prices, which averaged US$4.28 per gallon as of May 6. On March 8, the Biden administration banned imports of Russian oil, both crude and petroleum, LNG, and coal-7. In 2021, the U.S. imported about 626,000 barrels per day of oil, 7% of imports, from Russia to put this amount into context, the U.S. produces 75% of its crude oil supply and 90% of its natural gas supply domestically. This gas is used to generate 38% of its electricity demand. So, while gasoline prices are dictated by global oil markets, many analysts consider the U.S. to be recently energy independent however, we argue that this is not the case due to the critical roles Russia plays in globalized supply chains. There are two types of energy flows that are critical for global supply chains. The first is direct energy, or the energy in the imports or exports of energy carriers. Russia is a major provider of direct energy through the crude oil and refined petroleum products it exports. The second flow is indirect energy, or the energy required to produce a good or render a service that is subsequently imported or exported. Indirect energy follows the good or service as it is used further down in the supply chain. The total energy used in a supply chain to produce a final product is called embodied energy. An example here would be the energy consumed to produce petroleum-derived products such as plastics and synthetic rubber, which in turn are used in the production of automobile parts and other consumer items. In 2015, Russia was the largest exporter of total energy in the world, that is, direct plus indirect energy. Furthermore, most of this energy was transferred through indirect energy linkages, or energy connections between economies that do not otherwise trade with one another in the US's case, Russian energy that is used for manufacturing in the EU and Asia gets embodied in the goods and services imported by the US so even though the US only got 4% of its crude oil imports from Russia in 2015 ref. This value doubled to 8% with the added amount of indirect energy from Russian oil embedded in other goods imported by the U.S. that year. You listening to audiocast from our international NEWDESK. 
Over the next six years, Russia continued to establish itself as a major exporter of energy into manufacturing intensive and highly globalized economies. China and South Korea were the largest importers of Russian crude in 2021, importing roughly 80% of the oil imported by the entire EU region. That same year, China and Japan accounted for 10% of Russia's gas exports. This energy was subsequently embedded into manufactured goods. The top five largest importers of Russian oil exported nearly US$2.7 trillion of manufactured machinery in 2020, roughly 60% of the total global market with supply chains that depend on these major manufacturing economies, the US is also indirectly dependent on Russian oil. And while the current crisis is likely to shift Russia's role as a major energy supplier to global manufacturing markets, it will not diminish it. Where Western and Asian manufacturing economies reduce demand for Russian energy resources, other manufacturing economies will, and have already started to, consume the surplus. For example, since the Russia-Ukraine crisis began, India has increased its imports of Russian oil, purchasing 13 million barrels of Russian crude in March 2022 compared to 16 million barrels in all of 2021. What does this all mean? First, the US should not only manufacture key commodities domestically, but also invest in building out their associated supply chains. This means for instance that if General Motors invests US$7 billion in electric vehicle manufacturing in Michigan, policymakers should make sure that inputs into those vehicles, including subcomponents and refined materials, can be produced domestically as well. Where it is not possible to source materials domestically, policymakers should invest in innovative designs for alternative technologies while securing imports of these key inputs. And to secure these imports, the US should invest in the energy independence of manufacturing economies. This includes independence from US oil and gas and points to clean energy systems. By rapidly establishing and strengthening domestic clean energy supply chains, the US can not only increase its competitiveness in global markets but promote global energy security by diversifying the world's indirect energy portfolio. The current energy shock will have longer-lasting impacts than even the COVID-19 pandemic because it will permanently alter the composition of the global energy network rather than putting it on pause. The US is at a crossroads regarding its energy independence. On one path, it can maintain the status quo of importing goods and services without regard for the energy required to produce them. On the other path, it can strengthen its energy security by enhancing the domestic capabilities of the supply chains it depends on while supporting energy independence abroad. The latter is much more secure and economically efficient in the long run. Simply put, achieving US energy security requires all countries to achieve energy security. This was AudioCast from the news desk of CRA, Media International part of the CRA Group in Zurich in Switzerland.